Hi, this is Etienne, and today I'd like to share with you a revelation that I got from from something that I read. I did some reading on creation and the fall, and while reading that, I discovered a very uh, well, I would call it a wonderful truth that we sometimes mislook. And I like to share it with whoever's listening. So, uh, just a bit of background about myself. I'm, I'm a theology student studying at the South African Theological Seminary. So, during the course of my studies, I discover a lot of things and I um come to know a lot of truths and this podcast is basically or or one of the things that that the messages in in this podcast is about sharing those truths that I discover and that I encounter and the revelations that I get through studying the word and through studying in general so there's a, there's a prescribed textbook that we have in this course called the Old Testament or Survey of the Old Testament. And the book that we are reading from is written by Longman Tremper and I think it's 2014 if I'm not mistaken. So... Um, And the title is Old Testament Essentials, Creation, Conquest, Exile, and Return. And today I'm reading from, or actually the reading, the, the message I got is from um, the, the chapters on creation and the fall. Um, in the biblical text will be Genesis 1 and 2 and 3 sorry so okay let's start so in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth as we all know as we've we've all heard before and or many of us shouldn't always use the term all but Many of us know about and know the story of creation because we've either, either heard it somewhere or we've read it, we've studied it. Anyway, so in creation, God created the... Um, the realms the different or the realms yes he created the realms in the first three days in day one light and darkness day two the sky and the waters day three land and then day four five and six he created the inhabitants of those realms which are on day four the sun the moon and the stars on day five, the birds and the fish, 
and on day six animals and human beings okay so the other important thing that i that i also came to realize is that between there was a big debate between um between god and um the other gods from other religions and in christianity we believe in in the almighty god god the creator so just to to point out a very important factor as well is that we we are created in god's image and funny thing is that god is neither gender nor sexual okay and all the gods of the ancient near east were either male or female and had sexual relations and bore children um if i'm not mistaken if i remember the story correctly i read that they the other gods or some of the other gods um created humans through the one god killing the other one splitting his body in half creating the heavens from the top part of his body using the bottom part of his body to create humans um, from the blood of that god that was killed mixed with other stuff and i'm not exactly 100 percent familiar with the with the story but um i'll have to go and actually read up on it so um the amazing thing is that the creation introduces the god of the bible as one who is uh transcendent and imminent so he's not part of creation but creation is something that he makes he looks at and pronounces good this is very important he pronounces his creation good so that also indicates that the material world is important um and then a wonderful thing also on the other hand he is involved in creation he does not make it and stay uninvolved he he creates and stays involved and yeah i think that's that's really i think a wonderful thing that sets us that sets us apart from other religions and cultures um and okay so <laughs> that's what sets us apart from other religion religions and cultures and it's also a very important thing to consider when especially when you get into a debate um with someone but that's not the purpose the pur the purpose is just to realize how wonderful god is so then um 
God being involved in his creation, we we learn that from from Adam living in a harmonious relationship with God in the Garden of Eden. That's an indication of of the involvement that God has. We as humans are also created um, with I almost want to say with more importance, like we are sort of more important in the creation than other things, because or that than the other things that God created, because God made us stewards over or of this world. You know, our purpose is to care for His creation and to love each other. Romans thirteen verse eight to ten. Um, I'm actually going to read it for you because um, it's it's one of my favorite texts to read in the Bible because it basically sums up our purpose. It sums up who we are and it sums up what God wants from us or expects from us rather. So Romans 13 verse Eight, owe no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. I read that from the English Standard Version. Um, so that, that's part of part of our purpose, part of why we were created. And I just want to share an interesting thing also about, and I and I actually want to to read it from from the. The textbook by Longman Tremper in Old Testament Essentials, page 18. Notice how the description of Eve, Eve's creation also emphasizes equality between Adam and Eve. He puts Eve in a deep sleep. Ach, Adam in a, in a deep sleep. Takes something from his side, perhaps a rib, and creates Eve. That God took something from Adam's side and not from his head or from his feet is theologically and practically significant. She is neither superior to him or inferior, but his equal. Eve's creation leads to the first marriage and a biblical definition of the institution of marriage. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and they become one flesh. So marriage involves leaving parents and leaving means that the married couple no longer gives their primary loyalty to their parents but rather to each other. The next step is to weave, to be united to each other. This weaving of two lives takes place through communion experiences and communication. Then finally, Marriage involves cleaving to each other, becoming one flesh in the act of sexual intercourse. Um, 
and yeah so there there is harmony in the garden among humans because there's harmony harmony with the creator god and that's the part before the fall so then later comes the the story of how the serpent um deceived eve and adam and eve actually and but he deceived eve first and it was because of the serpent deceiving them that they sinned and disobeyed god so in that account you would actually see that god was disappointed and angry um and he he cursed the serpent but he did not really curse humans because he still loves us even though we sinned from the beginning from the beginning of time from the first humans we sinned they sinned and we sinned so the big revelation that i got to me it was something really really special and and really uh, a turning point also in realizing actually realizing the greatness of god's grace it might be insignificant to you but i believe that it's it's a very it's supposed to be actually a very significant part of our entire belief system and one of the foundational points that our beliefs are well yeah that our beliefs are on so i just want to read a sort of a closing statement as well the creation story indicates that the material world is important though in the history of the church and even in some quarters today the goodness of creation is rejected and downplayed Genesis 1 to 2 serves the important function of telling us that such a view is wrong and even dishonors God who made the world and pronounced it good. We are to be stewards of his world. So that's what I said earlier, that it is important. He created the world and then then we were, um, someone used the term, uh, I saw it somewhere, um, where they use the term, we are just below God. We are just a little less than He is because He is the creator of this world. He is the creator of us. And then He also made us stewards of this earth that He created. So we have authority. That's also a very, very big, um, big thing. It comes back to the time where when Jesus was was walking among among us here um, and teaching his disciples, so 
in Luke chapter 10. Hang on, I just want to find it quickly. Um, Luke chapter 10, verse 19, I think. Um, yes, Luke 10, 19 shows where Jesus taught his disciples about the authority that we have in this world. Um, he said that, okay, so this was when, when they came back after being sent out, when they returned, the 72 that he sent out. So, the 72 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. So there in verse 18 he says, I have given you authority. Continuing to verse 20, Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. How wonderful is that? So, God created us for relationship. For relationship with each other. That is, that is, that is something we see between Adam and Eve. He saw that Adam was... was was happy you know or perhaps he had everything that he needed he didn't there was nothing else he needed when he was walking with God in the Garden of Eden but God being a loving God created Eve for Adam so that he may have a partner a partner not 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 superior to Eve um, I, I hear a lot of um, stories about, you know, um, the man being the superior one and the wife has to obey. And, you know, I suppose everyone has their own opinions, but in my eyes, you are equal. You are partners. Um because you can't become one flesh if one is superior to the other. You know, you can't use that term. You can't live in that sort of mindset. Partners means that you are equal, 50-50. Or 100-100, rather. And, uh, and only then can you actually live in that mindset or in that, that, that sort of value system or... Or, or use the word one flesh. We are one. Um, there's not one ruling over the other one. Coming back to my point. I've strayed again. But that's good. So my point was. Um, or actually the revelation that, I, that was revealed to me. Was that when... After, after the account where the serpent deceived them and they sinned against God. 
they realized that they were naked and they were ashamed. So they hid themselves. And um, before that, they could stand naked before each other and feel no shame. So when it comes to the fact that they now knew that they were naked and were ashamed before God um, banned them from Eden and this is this is like the big aha moment that I <laughs> it's amazing before they were banned from Eden God created garments for them and that in that action in that in Afrikaans or say handling God shows his wonderful loving mercy his grace rather his grace and uh, I think that's amazing I really think that's that's a, an amazing thing to see an amazing thing to to hear to realize to actually grasp um, because that's the first indication of God's goodness, His grace. Even though they sinned, He is a righteous, He is a just God, you know. Um, but even in in that, He He was still very. In a way, lenient <laughs> towards them. Um, so that's 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 what I wanted to share. That's that's the thing that that really really got to me when I when I read this, when I studied this, and um, you know, sometimes you don't need to go and look for small things. You don't need to go and and search and look and dig deep but only by reading and trusting the Holy Spirit and asking the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what He wants to reveal to you um, because that's what it's all about you know, if you just read without actually um allowing the Holy Spirit into your life, allowing Jesus into your life, then everything's just a, a, either an academic reading or the Bible is just an academic reading. Theology, studying theology is just academic studying. But when you, when you allow the Holy Spirit to be the supreme authority in your life, then that's, that's God through His Spirit then he just opens up these truths that 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 you don't see if you just read it or study it as an academic field or academic for academic reasons so even though um i i had to read this reading to carry on with it to go to the next step in my course I thought, you know, I'm just going to read it and 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 get it over with. But then, without even 
realizing it, I became so engaged in this, these two chapters that I, I just started seeing, seeing these truths and, and the things that, that, that the Holy Spirit was revealing to me because I had a teachable mindset going in with an open mindset saying, Lord, teach me, show me what you want to show me. And thank you for this opportunity for being able to do this. So I hope this, this, this gave you something, you got something out of it. And I hope that um, my English isn't too bad. I'm actually, uh, you can probably hear, but I'm actually an Afrikaans, uh, Afrikaans guy. And, uh, my, my English, I, I tend to talk a bit slow and like stray from the point and use weird words because I don't know big words. I'm not, I don't consider myself very fluent in English, but um, again, it's not about me. Um, this is about sharing, sharing revelations, sharing messages that came to me when I was doing readings or studying or doing Bible study. So thank you for listening and this was Etienne. God bless you.